0: This is Rosen Institute's Your Law Firm, covering management, marketing, finance, and new technologies for growing your law firm. Here's Lee Rosen. It's good to be with you today from Naples, Italy, where it's all pizza all the time. We spent a day wandering through the ruins in Pompeii, where I really should have been listening to the guides and taking in the history and absorbing everything that I was seeing, but all I could think about was the pizza. This stuff is delicious. We're staying just around the corner from the place where Julia Roberts ate pizza in the movie Eat, Pray, Love. There's always a huge line waiting outside of the restaurant. We're planning to go there today and wait in the line. Hopefully we can wait it out and see how good it really is, see how it tastes. I'm guessing the movie pizza is no better than all the rest of the pizza that we've been eating, but we shall see. Naples is a great place to eat. It's time for your tech tip. Many of us have satellite offices. That has become a thing over the years. Even with the pandemic, many of us still maintain a bunch of these small offices in Regis locations or co-working facilities, that sort of thing. And we don't always visit personally all of these offices all that often. We've got associates having meetings in them. We're only seeing each office sporadically. Today's tech tip is all about making sure that those offices are neat and clean and orderly and up to the standard that you have for your law firm. How do you make sure that those offices look good and are set up right? Today's tip involves the camera on the mobile phones. I would encourage you to have someone. And what we did most often was to ask the staff person at the facility. For instance, we used quite a few Regis locations. And we would have the receptionist at the Regis location use their mobile phone to go into our office and take a bunch of photos. They would shoot pictures of the entire room. They might take five or six pictures of the walls and the floors, and that employee at the Regis location each week would then forward those photos to our firm administrator. We were looking at those photos to make sure that everything was right. Is the art hung properly? Is it straight? Are there pins in the container on the table for writing? Are there tissues on the table? Are the plants alive? Is there anything wrong with the office? Is the furniture misplaced? Is anything damaged? Are there any stains or other problems? We wanted to make sure that each of our offices were set up properly. Now, if you have a staff person that goes to that office regularly, you You can, instead of asking the Regis person to take the pictures, you can ask your staff person to take the pictures. Now, it's tempting to just assume that your staff person would tell you if something was wrong, but in my experience, that's not the case. The way that business leaders and owners see the offices is different oftentimes from the way the employees see the offices. I'm not sure why that is, but if you want to make sure that things are right, that they are pretty close to perfect, then you're going to want to make sure that someone in authority is seeing the pictures. We had an associate who was using one of our remote offices regularly, and she had boxes of papers piled up. She had a piece of art on the floor for some reason. Apparently, the hook on the wall was not right. So she had just leaned this thing against the floor in the corner. She was out of supplies. She had an extension cord sort of floating from the plug on the wall over to the conference room table so that you couldn't walk around the table the office just wasn't right it didn't meet our standards it didn't make the impression we wanted it to make on clients now sometimes it's not quite that big a mess sometimes it's something simple like a light bulb in a lamp or up in the ceiling light fixture that's not right but even when it's small, you need to know it needs to be done right. Small things like this make a negative impression on clients. So you need these photographs so that someone in authority can see and get things right. Now, if you're not someone with multiple offices, I don't want to leave you out of today's tech tip. Look around your office, the one that you go to with frequency. What's the state of things? Are you bringing clients into an office with papers piled up, with books jammed, randomly on the shelves with art or photos that are all askew? Does the office look worn out or worn down? Is the upholstery threadbare? Is the carpet dirty or worn? Is the office in a neighborhood or a building that started out nice back when you leased it, but it's become run down over the years? Maybe you need to take some photos and then look at them with fresh eyes and see if the office that you're using is the kind of place that sends the message that you want to send. Maybe you should take some shots of the outside building appearance as well. Does it have good curb appeal? Does it look like the kind of place that a lawyer of your talents and skills and abilities should be found? Look at these things with a critical eye. I watched my dad as he got older, and his office got older along with him. He wasn't paying attention. He wasn't keeping up with the competition. He was used to his office. He always saw it in a very positive, pleasant way even if that wasn't always the impression that it made on others? Have you adjusted to an office that isn't up to the standards that you would set for yourself if you were doing it all over again? Take some pictures, study them, see what you see, and see if it's time for you to make some changes. That's your tech tip. And now for your moment of concise advice. I want to talk about marketing and shiny object syndrome. I talk a lot about shiny object syndrome because I suffer from it. I am always resisting that force to move on to the new thing. It is a force that lives within me and drives me in the wrong direction way too often. It's so tempting to try new marketing tactics. We want to switch because we've tried something and it was interesting in the beginning, but we get tired of it. and. It's not yet on the radar of the person that we're targeting. They're not receiving our message in the way that we had hoped. And so we switch. And I want to encourage you to stick with your marketing tactics. Listen, all the marketing tactics work. That really is the case. It doesn't matter which marketing approach you take. You can make it work, but you can only make it work If you invest some time and energy and stay with it, be persistent, you've got to figure out how it works, how to optimize it. You've got to make sure that you're getting feedback from your market, from your audience, and you're taking that tactic and tweaking it so that it plugs right in. It doesn't matter which tactic you use, whether it's a content-rich website or online advertising or TikTok or you name it, they can all be turned into something that works because they all draw in lots of people who are receptive to your message once you get that message right and once you figure out how to deliver it. Any marketing tactic can be turned into something that works, but it takes the investment of time to get it right. You really do have to figure it out, to understand it, to know how it impacts your audience. Every marketing tactic works. The key is to stick with it. Sometimes a marketing tactic will come along. It's something novel, it's interesting, it's different, and maybe it's not going to become the next big, big thing. During the pandemic, some folks tuned in to an application called Clubhouse. It's an audio online platform. It was imitated by a number of other products. Twitter has a product doing online audio. And everybody thought Clubhouse would be the next big thing. And it really did take off in the pandemic. And as the pandemic has been winding down, Clubhouse has sort of faded to the background. Nobody goes on Clubhouse anymore. And it has become a faint and distant memory. But here's the thing. Even Clubhouse, which for all intents and purposes, is going nowhere today. It still has people using it. It still has an audience. There are people on Clubhouse. So if that's your marketing tactic of choice, if that's the place that you have chosen to go, then even though it couldn't sustain its pandemic period of growth, it's still there. People are still using it. You should stick with it if that's the choice you made. You can turn it into something. I've talked to lawyers who have turned all sorts of little, tiny marketing approaches into something successful. I know a lawyer that ran an ad, probably less than half an inch in the newspaper, a half a column inch in a printed newspaper, ran that ad week after week, actually a couple of times a week. For decades, it built a practice. I've watched lawyers place advertisements on neighborhood websites and turn that into a practice. I've worked with lawyers who have turned Yelp reviews into a practice. It all works if you are consistent, persistent, if you stick with it, if you figure it out, if you make it work. If there are people there, you can turn those people into clients. You can make your tactic work. Now, I'm not going to tell you that there aren't terrible ideas out there. I'm not going to say that every marketing decision, no matter how bad it is, can be turned into something good. You can certainly pick an approach that simply reaches no one in your market. That's possible. But that is less of a problem than the problem of us switching gears, of us being distracted by the shiny object. We mostly make reasonably good decisions about where to do our marketing because we're paying attention to our practice, we're paying attention to our ideal clients, we're finding the places that they are hanging out, and we're putting ourselves in those places. It's pretty unusual for me to talk to a lawyer who is struggling with their marketing because they have picked a bad idea. More often, the lawyer who is struggling with their marketing, the lawyer who is not generating the business that they had hoped to generate, is picking a reasonably good approach to marketing, but then changing their mind very soon after they got started. So instead of spending 10 or 20 years of watching their market grow, they're spending a year on one thing. It's not working particularly well after a year. They give up and try something else. Then they try something else. Then they try something else. And so they don't achieve critical mass they don't get the momentum growing, they don't become known in the community that they're trying to become known in because of this shiny object syndrome. They keep switching tactics. So I don't have a problem with you adding a tactic from time to time, but I encourage you to make the old tactics work, to stick with them, to avoid shiny object syndrome, and to recognize that while you may get frustrated or tired or bored with a particular marketing tactic at that moment you're only beginning to reach your market to reach your audience it takes longer than you think stick with it you can make it work that's your moment of concise advice wrapping up from naples italy thanks for spending a few minutes with me today i hope you have a great weekend and an even better week next week keep plugging away moving forward getting things done you're on the right track you'll get there I promise we're all in this together, and together we build better practices through better marketing, better management, and better technology. Until next time, I'm Lee Rosen. Thanks for listening to your law firm. Visit rosensrules.com for our free course on the 10 critical rules all successful law firms follow.